Hey folks, Andrew Packer here. Welcome to Trading Tips. A lot of companies in the past few years have come out that have sought to help people do things a little more efficiently with something that they own or some space that they have. Companies like Airbnb and HomeAway have allowed people to rent out spaces in their homes. Companies like Uber have allowed people to get rides from somebody else with a car who, you know, wants to make a little gas money on the side doing that. And finally, last week, Lyft went public. The name and the ticker symbol are the same, but this ride-sharing company is generally regarded as one of the better ones out there. They might not have as many rides per day as Uber, but the service is considered a little better and the pricing's pretty nice. And like Uber, they have a lot of different options for people to, to do when they go out, whether with the small group, large group, things like that. They've really helped kind of revolutionize that industry. So what's an IPO and is Lyft a good investment? Those are the questions that we will be looking at today. Let's start with the mechanics of an IPO or initial public offering. That's just when a company like Lyft that was privately held up until now, they go public. They now have shares that trade on the market. You as an investor can log into your account online and buy shares and now you too can own a piece of the company. Before going public, the only people who could buy it were accredited investors, hedge funds, venture capital firms, incredibly wealthy investors, and a lot of these high-tech companies of the past few years, that's where they kind of get all their growth from, is just these early-stage pre-market investors who come in and do that. So as a result of the IPO, great, you're now able to buy public shares. But there's this weird thing that always goes on whenever a company goes public, and it has to do with the pricing. So for Lyft, as an example, it was originally priced at $72 per share. And at $72 per share, the bankers behind the deal and syndicating everything and getting everything to go public, they were hoping to make sure that there would be enough shares to go around for trading, that enough people would be interested in it at that price and for the number of shares being offered, and that it would be a pretty good value. And at 72, it needed to be higher than what these earlier investors had hoped it would be worth, but it also needed to be low enough that on the first day of trading, it could start to go up. Because, you know, this is, it's a weird situation with an IPO because you have to kind of balance all of these different things and make all of these different groups happy, and you can't always do that. You know the old saying, can't make everyone happy. But with the case of Lyft's IPO, the first day, it started trading into the 80 range, and it seemed like it was going pretty well. But then on the first full day of trading, April 1st, shares ended up falling under 70, uh, the initial IPO price. Now, if it stays that way for long, this will make... Lyft considered to be a failed IPO. And even though that means the company's public, even though the shares have already been issued, everyone who was assigned shares at 72 had the chance to sell them at 80 at this point. The fact of the matter is when people are looking at the stock, they'll say, hey, it went out at this price. Now it's at this price. I don't want to buy that. And that's kind of the irony about stocks is people tend to increase their demand or their perception of the value as it goes up rather than see the value as it goes down. So when we look at what's going on with the Lyft IPO right now, people are saying, hey, this might be a failure. But maybe it is and maybe it isn't. Back in 2012, Facebook had its IPO, and within a few months of its initial public offering, shares ended up dropping about 30% below its initial price. And a lot of people said the same thing. It's a failed IPO. And if you go into a business school today, it'll be a case study on a failed IPO because it's considered the most recognizable example of everything kind of not going well. While the initial shareholders got a lot of money, by the time shares hit the secondary market, people just weren't that excited about it as a company. Now, since that IPO and its falling, you know, Facebook's been one of the best companies to own in the past five years, and it's done a very good job beating the market, although it's slowed a little bit in the past year. 
So a failure as an IPO does not necessarily mean a failure as a future investment. Now, when we look at the ride-sharing companies like Lyft, uh, like Uber, which is also planning its IPO uh, potentially later this year or you know into next year, uh, Airbnb is looking to also go public in the next year or so. And you know what, what these companies are doing is they're really disrupting a lot of existing spaces. So, just using ride-share as an example, uh, before Lyft, maybe you had to pay you know $10 taxi fare to go from one place to another in your town, and maybe now with Lyft, you're only paying $5 per share. That's great for you as a consumer. The problem is where all this money comes from and where it goes. You know, before maybe you're taking a little bit off for taxes, say $2. Here, if that same 20% is just gonna be a dollar. So governments are gonna be getting less tax revenue because there's less of a dollar value service provided. And then of course, you know, that leaves $8 to be split between the driver and the taxi company in this case. And let's just say that's split evenly. So, you know, here in the case of Lyft, You've got $4 left, and if you're splitting that, and you know, Lyft doesn't really take that big of a cut, you're still only left with a few dollars you know, per fare. And a lot of times, some of these drivers, they barely make more than enough to cover the maintenance and fuel and some of the other costs. And when you look at how much they're actually earning per hour of their time, it's substantially below minimum wage to provide these types of services. So at the co company level, these, these don't exactly say, hey, these are great profit margins here. You're not seeing that the same way you are with Facebook. Because after Facebook's failed IPO, they realized, hey, we have investors now. We need to look at profit margin. We need to look at improving our revenue. We can't just be you know, the social media company. We have to actually make money doing it. And right now, Lyft has been burning through a lot of money. Uber's been burning through a lot of money. You know, the profitability's not quite there yet. But it could be. And I think that you know, now that it's coming out, now that the share price has started to lag so quickly, we will start to see that. So are Lyft shares a buy? Sure, at the right price, anything is worth being bought at. But you know, at the 72 IPO price, I think it was a little high. And the fact that it was trading in the 80s the first day, I wasn't that interested in it. Now that it's falling into the 60s, you know, there's potential for it to fall a little further and get a little more interesting. Uh, for me personally, I'd probably be interested at a price of uh, 55 per share or less. I think at that price, you get a huge discount to the IPO, akin to the Facebook drop in 2012. And then yeah, the company will figure out ways to improve its revenue and improve its profit margins so that over time its share price can go up. Uh, because this is a company that is growing rapidly, but it needs to do so in a way where it's also increasing its profits as, as it does so. As it does that, you know, a, a much lower price from the IPO is going to be a huge value. So look for a nice price target, you know, at least under 60. I'm looking at 55. But you know, do that. And that's kind of the safe way to avoid all the, the hype right around an IPO and get a good value for your money. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.